Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or lost your 10th gratitude journal, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. Friends, there are only a few days left in 2020 as I introduce this podcast episode. I'm actually very excited to share these next couple of interviews with you before we get into a huge podcast milestone, which is the 100th episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I started this podcast in December of 2019, and I could hardly imagine that by the end of 2020, I would have published a hundred podcast episodes. It blows my mind. I actually just went back and looked at some of the goals I had set for 2020. And one of them included 10,000 downloads of the podcast. And as of this recording, the podcast has been downloaded over 33,000 times. So it's such an exciting thing when you have a vision of, you know, something coming to life and it does come to life. And that is a lot of, of what we're discussing today with Krista Rialba. So I'm very, very excited to share this interview with you. Now I want us to start 2021 together. And every year I do a review of the previous year, and then we set up our year for success. So I'm going to be doing my program called a grateful year 2021 on January 1st, 2021. We're going to start at 1 PM Pacific time. And we're going to finish several hours later when we're done. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through a review of 2020. We're going to find our successes. We're going to celebrate our wins together. And then we're going to do some gratitude meditations and visualizations and really designing the life that we want to have at the end of 2021. You know, so many people design their lives backwards. They start at the beginning of the year and they hope they'll end up somewhere. What I do is I help you to start at the end and work your way back and design your year with the end in mind. I'm so excited to be doing this program with you. Congratulations to those who've already enrolled, but if you don't have your spot yet, don't worry, you can still grab it. It's super easy to find. You just go directly to my website, wakeupwithgratitude.com, and it's the first thing you'll see on the landing page. Super easy to find. Just visit wakeupwithgratitude.com. It's very affordable. It's only $69.95 Canadian for the workshop. You'll get everything that you need, and by the time that we're done, you'll actually have a plan in place for you to start creating what you want in 2021. So I would love to join you for that. So Friends, I just want to say thank you again for all of the times that you've downloaded and listened to this podcast and all your support and just the incredible people that have come into my life that have allowed me to share so many wonderful episodes of the podcast with you. So let's get into this episode with another brand new guest. Krista Rielba has a little voice inside that keeps reminding her that she's meant for big things. She's the host of the Ambitious Mama podcast and a social media marketing maven. She built a successful business in the fashion industry before discovering network marketing at a women's wellness event called Wellspot. 
Krista continues to use her skills as a digital marketer to serve her global team and customers with USANA. She's a beacon for positivity and inspires women to dream bigger than they have ever imagined. In our conversation, Krista shares how her positive outlook and gratitude practices were put to the test this past summer. Please help me welcome our latest guest, Krista Rialba. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I have a very good longtime friend on the podcast. Welcome to Krista Rialba. Hi, I'm so happy to be here, Julie. This is going to be amazing. This has been a long time coming. I am very excited. Now, Krista, in her own right, is also a podcast host. Hers is called Ambitious Mama Podcast, which I definitely recommend you listen to because some of her interviews are just going to blow your mind. I love her podcast. She is a professional network marketer, and we call her a digital marketing maven. But more than that, Krista and I have known each other for over a decade. We actually were introduced through mutual friend, Leanne Jacobs. And at the time, Krista had this incredible business called Petite Fashionista. And I remember being in awe of Krista because this was in a time when influencers didn't, that word I don't think even existed when you built that business. And I was like, who's this like petite, beautiful woman from the fashion industry, getting into a health business, like what? I don't understand any of this, but what's cool is Chris is going to share her story to explain how she went from this, you know, incredible business that she built uh, in the fashion industry to today being a professional network, network marketer, being partnered with USANA like me. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to really talk about what's really exciting right now and how Krista is serving the world in so many new ways. So if you don't mind sharing your story with us. Amazing. Yeah. Julie, this is so, we've grown so much. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. It just, like, to me, the memory always goes back to the Burlington library. <laughs> oh my God. Those were like our early days be- before kids and yeah. incredible. So um, you guys, my story, here we go. Let's see here. Um, so currently everything that I do is all about empowerment. Every, every move I make is about empowerment. So I had to ask myself recently, what, what is that about? Like where, like, why, like, why do I feel so aligned and so, why do I love what I do so much? And, you know, it made me go back to when I was a little girl and just kind of reviewing, you know, reviewing my life. And I had amazing parents and amazing mom. And, you know, I I love my family so much. I didn't have like a hard, you know, childhood. Uh, Mom always told me you're special, you know, like it was a good good childhood. Um, But but here's the thing is, is growing up um, for whatever reason, no, no, my mom didn't, you know, drop the ball whatsoever. But I, you know, I, my self-worth wasn't really there, you know, and I didn't feel super confident and I didn't feel empowered, but I did have this inner knowing that I wanted to do big things. Mm. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I knew it. I just knew it. I made the decision very young. I was like 13 years old. And I told my mom, mom, as soon as I turn 18, I'm moving to Los Angeles and I'm going to be, you know, do something amazing. I'm going to be a model or a fashion designer or something. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like we live in a small little town. No one has ever left ever. So anyways, eventually in the young teenage years, she convinced me to trade in LA for Toronto, just at least so I could be in the same country, same province. So I was like, 
I didn't know. I've never even been to Toronto. So I was like, okay, sounds good. Sounds like a glamorous city. I'll take it. So anyway, so 18 years old, I literally kept my word. I was packed my bags, very little money to justify moving on my own to a big city. I didn't even go to my high school graduation. I was like, I'm out of here. And I went to Toronto to pursue my dream of becoming a fashion designer. So I went to school there and I quickly realized, I said, this is not super empowering because you're teaching me to be an employee. Hmm. And I went to the Dean and I said, okay, wait a second. Like you're teaching me all these skills. It's just going to leave me in a place where I'm not going to feel like I can do all these big things that were like kind of bubbling inside me. He's like, okay, you're going to, you just switch to business and marketing. Okay. Switch to business and marketing. Okay. Which was a really great move. And then learned all the skills of business and marketing within the fashion industry. And then I pursued, pursued everything. I actually, another thing that I kind of said in my head was like, as soon as you graduate, Chris, you have to travel. Like these things that I get stuck in my head and I just like, <laughs> like they're non-negotiable. And then I went to, to at West Africa, went to West Africa where I spent, um, actually there was a training period in rural Quebec and then West Africa altogether is about eight months. Now, all of this to be said, okay, so I went to West Africa and all of a sudden I'm back in Toronto, back in the fashion industry but there's still this inner desire to create this big life. And I didn't know what that meant, but for some reason I thought the fashion industry would really fill that glamor, you know, the glamor of it doing it all. Mm -hmm. And I, I set, set out to do that career and I quickly found a niche, right? Petite fashionista, which you guys, those of you who are listening niche, you know, that's obviously the ticket to speaking to your audience. So I'm, I'm skipping over lots of parts here, Julie, but, you know, I, I found my niche. I was working with celebrities. I was on TV, et cetera, but there was something missing and it was literally leading me to the bookstore and to the health food store. And then I was supposed to be looking, I was supposed to be looking at like fashion magazines and stuff, but instead I was in the personal development section mm. and I was in the health food store, just like learning and just checking things out. And it was this inner desire to support women and not just what they were wearing. Cause I want, but why, why did I care about that? I wanted them to feel good. I wanted them to feel empowered. I wanted them to feel like they could do anything the same way that small little town girl who, you know, was the first to leave her little town, you know, felt. So I was like, okay, so I'm in the personal development. The very first, first book I read was from Robin Sharma. And uh, I was like, ah, this is it. You know, there was filling this void. I can just tell you that I was just literally being drawn. And then um, this event was being advertised like many other thousands of events in Toronto. And it was called WellSpot, a women's what? symposium. <laughs> Spot. A women's symposium of wealth and wellness. Yes. And there is zero reason I needed to go. <laughs> zero. But here's the thing, you guys, I was successful, but I couldn't even afford a ticket. Right. I think it was about hundred bucks or 150 bucks or something. So I send an email to who I now know is Leanne, but to the event organizer. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, what if I promote the event? I'm just looking for a free ticket. I'll be a sponsor, you know, a, a media sponsor. And, uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And she's like, yeah, of course, send me a ticket. 
Okay. So here I am 25 years old at the Diesel Playhouse, which now stands multiple condominiums. And <laughs> 25 years old, my eyes are wide, my ears are open. And um, it was just, I was just so ready. I was just such a sponge. I was like, what am I missing? What am I missing? I want to feel good. You know, I want to feel good. I want to create a life that feels good. Not that just, not that looks good. It's, you know, it's so interesting that you bring it back to WellSpot because I remember a few little things like Laura Langmire spoke, yes. like, which was a huge, big name at the time. She's, yeah. I mean, she's still quite a leader Amazing. in self-development, but you know, this was a, a thing about our friend Leanne is she just, she just would ask everybody. Yeah. She had no like qualms or issues about asking. And I love how you just casually said, I messaged the event organizer asked if I could trade promoting the event for a ticket back then that was not normal. Like you didn't do that because the influencer space wasn't even really established. So, you know, we talked about in your intro about you being a digital marketing maven, like you were thinking ahead from a, from a marketing perspective in ways that, you know, we didn't even acknowledge probably for another five years after you had started these kind of activities. So you're at WellSpot, you're surrounded by all these amazing women. How does the topic of USANA and these vitamins come up? Well, I mean, we, we, you and I just got out of a three-day amazing conference, which we might get to. But, you know, when you're in that space and you're just like vibrating so mm -hmm. high and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? And I literally, I remember just going through the crowds and saying, okay, who organized this event? I have to meet her. Right. And I'm like literally fishing through, like, who is it? Who is it? And they brought me to Leanne. I'm like, thank you so much for the ticket. Like, I don't even know where to start. Um, like, and, and she was just so calm, so grounded. Right. And it was like, I have a, I have a little guest coming in here right now. Hi, bud. Everything. Okay. Perfect. I will be there and this. shortly. I can't wait to help you. That's Marcus. Okay. Oh, right. Cause your kids are home again. They're home for virtual school. They've now experienced yes. three ways of learning, Julie. <laughs> well, just for a pause for a moment to say, yes. Krista, I feel you because I have been doing the homeschooling unschooling model for almost three years now. Like it's been a long time since we've been doing this. And this moment where we're recording, my daughter is actually doing a mother's helper, um, with a local friend. So like, she's not in the house, but so many times I saw your arm and I was like, I know exactly what's happening right there because that happens to me. I'm like, I've been recording podcasts for a year. And she's home. She knows when mommy's door is closed, she don't open it. Why do they open the door, Krista? I'm sorry. This arm usually works, this move. I, I can't even, I don't even know who it is. I just know there's someone and I'm like, nope. Could be your husband. Yeah, it could be. The, and it's so, and it's, it's so interesting. It's like, my husband works from home too. It's like, they could ask him, but for some reason they need, anyway, I just thought it was important to pause for a moment to say like, you and I are running these businesses and we're podcasting and we're doing all these things and we're moms at yes. the same time. Like the, they're not separate. You can't, they're not separate, separate you know, and um, we'll come back to where we were there. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is that's, you know, I think as a mom, you're almost designed to be an entrepreneur 
because you're you're all of a sudden you're 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 multitasking and you're taking care of people. But sometimes um, I speak to moms and they feel that it has to be so separate, you know, um, and but really, if you just kind of integrate, integrate it and, and it's going to be imperfect and might even be messy sometimes, but that's, that's the, really the key, you know, and um, I'll probably get into like what I've seen, you know, my older son Curtis pick up, you know, over yeah. our journey. It's yeah. really quite remarkable. But and going he, back to, well, yeah, you were, so you were with Leanne, you got yes. to meet her for the first time. You're yeah. super excited about what the heck is she doing? I don't even know. Yeah. What happened next? Yeah. I just really have to remark on, um, something that I noticed about her that I hope I embody and, um, it was so success is one thing because we all can, especially in this digital age, right? It's, it's quite easy to look successful. Okay. It is very easy to have the, the Pinterest, whatever, whatever. Okay. But when you actually meet someone in real life and they've got their shit together, right. That they can actually be present and grounded with you and, and, and be in such a space that they can be abundant and share their knowledge, their resources with you. That is an energy I did not yet experience. And at that point I was already in Toronto for maybe like seven ish years. I did not experience until I met Leanne. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I noticed. I was like, there is something here. So that's when I was like, Hey, can I pick your brain? I need to know what to do. And we went for coffee the next, um, the next Sunday Starbucks at Young and Erskine uptown Toronto there. I really love how you have these really specific memories of starting your business. Now, let me ask you, you mentioned that you had this successful petite fashionista business, but you didn't have the hundred dollars for the ticket. So mm -hmm. back then it was a very different investment to start a business with yeah. Usana. Today it's $12 in Canada. <laughs> but back then the investment was quite different. You had to come up with at least a thousand dollars. I know when I started, it was so funny. Um, Leanne's like, yeah, I think it's like a thousand dollars. I'm not really sure. Um, do you have, can you just give me your credit card? I was like, yeah, sure. Let's <laughs> literally how I started my business. I was like, yeah, okay. I think, yeah, a thousand dollars. Yeah. And get some products. Sure. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you, you know, I, you and Mike were together, your now husband, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Come home from this event. You, you know, have coffee with Leanne. You're super excited. How does the conversation go with Mike? I didn't tell him. Oh, you didn't tell him. <laughs> no, I didn't tell him for months. What? <laughs> I did not know that part of your story. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh. So no telling the partner. Okay. <laughs> well, there's one strategy, but um, the thing is, I didn't really know what I was doing. Okay. I I didn't know what it would be. Right. I, yeah. I didn't know what, if I could do it. I didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know any of those things, but I did believe in something bigger that I could not yet put to word. And I was not yet prepared to be um, challenged on. Okay. Right. Okay. So I, I say like when, if you're going to go to your partner with an idea for a business or something that you want, quote unquote, permission for, which no one can give you permission by yourself. You, you better be sure as heck grounded 
and strong in what you want, you know? And then, I mean, a decided woman, good, you know, no one can get in the way of her, but you know, then I wasn't there yet. So just kind of like, you know, Mike was used to me kind of doing my own thing and just, you know, working on all these things and, you know, hustling about. And, uh, and I was like, just gave him some vitamins. And then, um, you know, eventually, you know, there was a, a qualification that, that came up to time about eight weeks later, where I was like, need your credit card. <laughs> and it was the best investment he ever made. <laughs> and to be clear, you guys are happily married to yes. like it all worked out for the best. Oh so. gosh. But I will say, you know, when you are bringing this to a partner or spouse, um, it, you're, you're selling them, like you're yeah. showing up and you're doing a sales pitch to them. And likely, you know, when you're introduced to network marketing, your partner may or may not even have seen any information and they have all these preconceived ideas of what this is going to look like, how it's going to affect your time. So you have to have that, that confidence to come in and you're not asking for permission. Mm -hmm. You're sharing a decision you've already made and you're just making sure that they're aware. And I mean, support would be great. It's super interesting because we had some training at this three-day event that you and I were just at about how to sell your spouse, you know, and it, it's funny because I invested in a full year program. It's a 10,000 us dollar program that I invested in. Mm-hmm. And I knew before I spoke to my husband, like, is he listening? But I knew before we had our conversation that I was going to do it and I was going to figure out how to pay for it. There's a monthly yeah. film. And I was like, all I have to do is every month I have to, you know, grow by this much to make it work. And we like had a negotiation and we came to some, you know, deals and things, but I was like, I knew that before we left the conversation that I was going to get there. And I think, you know, sales is scary. You know, asking people to do things is scary, but like you said, when you were in Leanne's energy, you were like, I just need to be a part of it. So Mm -hmm. let's fast forward it a little bit in your journey. So there must, there was a point where you said petite fastinista I'm no longer going to do that. And I'm going to invest my time and my energy in my network marketing business. Mm-hmm. What was that moment like for you? Well, the thing is, it's just the first kind of step was, okay, how does this integrate? Right. Yeah. So it was about helping women feel good and look good. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a kind of the easy integration. And then I realized that I wanted them to feel good so much more and I knew that that would just, you know, have that beautiful effect on their, their hair, their skin, their nails, their confidence, their, how they carry themselves. And they could have been wearing a paper bag and it really wouldn't matter because they would feel good, you know, and the happiest girl in the, is the prettiest girl, right? Like that's yeah. just how it goes. And um, so I made that decision probably, I would say it was about a year in. Okay. And it was probably after attending my first convention and seeing the bigger picture and being like, whoa, there's so, there's a big life-changing opportunity where I could really build something significant for my family. Didn't have one yet, but I seen that. And and you remember I was moved to tears. It was like day one. And I was just like, how did little me from Amherstburg, Ontario, find this world-class company that could change the lives of thousands of people if I just continue to show up? So it was really humbling. There is 
something special to be said about attending events. My life also transformed after I attended my first convention because Leanne basically said, she's like, you already have a ticket. It came with your pack. I'm like, okay. She's like, you need to get a plane ticket for Salt Lake City for these days. I've already booked the hotel. You just need to show up. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I did. And like you, I made a massive decision at the same time, which was I dropped out of school. I was going to school to be a teacher And I'd been to school for eight days. Luckily, I had not paid my tuition. So I could drop out with, you know, only a deposit. It's crazy. I don't think you could do that today. And then dove into my business actually full time, which was a crazy decision. But, you know, there's just something about this connection to the company and the heart. And also for me, what I fell in love with is the business model. Mm -hmm. Business model that really is built on helping others to succeed is actually what leads to your biggest success. So tell me about what does, you know, you had a business before you had an on paper successful business, and then you got into this business model. What are the biggest difference would you say between like your traditional online business and what we're doing with Usana? We'll be right back to the podcast after a short word from our sponsor. Friends, I don't know about you, but this time of year, one of my priorities is staying healthy. As we go into the long and dark winter months, it becomes harder and harder to do all the things that we would normally do to keep our immune system healthy, like getting outside, enjoying the sunshine. You know, I live on Vancouver Island. There's a lot of rain and gray days. And, you know, if you know me, I love to go out to the beach and catch the sunrise or sunset, but my goodness, when there's only about eight hours of daylight, it definitely makes it hard to stay healthy. So I wanted to share with you one of my secrets for staying healthy and keeping my immune system in check. And that is that for the past 16 years, I've been trusting my own health and my family's health to the nutritional supplements that are provided by USANA Health Sciences. I've been partnered with them for the past 16 years. And what I want to share with you is just a foundation um, of nutritional supplements to help you to stay healthy this winter season. So what I've put together is a very simple combination of foundational products for our healthy immune system and to keep ourselves happy and renewing well during these dark, dark, long winter days. So what I'd like you to do is check out this link. It's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash healthy pandemic life. Very simple bit.ly slash healthy pandemic life. That's all lowercase because bit.ly is our case sensitive. And all I've done is shared with you some of my favorite USANA products. So I've shared our vitamin D product. I've shared our poly C, which is a vitamin C product and pro glucamine, which is a mouthful to say, but the long and the short of it is that it's a beautiful mushroom powder product with beta glucans and zinc to help prime your immune system all year round. These are products I take every single day. I have for over a decade and I wouldn't miss a day. So check that out healthy pandemic life. It's a bit.ly link and I'll be happy to take care of all your nutritional needs through USANA Health Sciences. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And I I have so much to say about that because when I was building Petite Fashionista, I was a part of a program called Ladies Who Launch. 
Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. So it was an amazing program. I think they're international, I think more so in the US, but um, you could sign up for an incubator. Okay. So the incubator, you're, um, you're, you're set up with other women and you literally incubate on each other's ideas. Okay. So there was a clothing line, there was um, a lunch, a lunch bag company that it's still, it's in business today. There was a few different businesses. Anyways, I love these women dearly. Um, and they, we, we were all invested in each other. But here's the, the kicker is I could be the most supportive friend and want her to succeed so much, but I can't justify going up and going like to spend a day to work at her trade show for free. Right. Right. That just, that just can't work. Right. So I can only be so invested because I'm not actually a part of her business. So when I started to grow this business with this model, I was partnering with women that I respected, some of them in the fashion industry, like Shelly Boda, right? And I was like, we can literally be in each other's business and I can show up for you. You can show up for me. It's mutually beneficial. It's true collaboration, yeah. right? It's it's not just like collaboration over a competition or women supporting women. It's it's lit like you have to live it and breathe it that's the only way right and it creates this beautiful energy that really goes to bring to life that idea yeah. of women supporting women of collaboration over competition because the the actual compensation supports that idea you know chris i'm really curious to hear what your life was like so you've been doing this for now how many years It'll be 13 in May. Okay. So you, so about 12 years into it. So I, cause I really want to hear about what and how you were building business just before the pandemic started. What was your life like? How are you building right before that moment? Because there is that, I think there's a moment I want to talk about what you've done since then, but tell us about what it looked like before. Well, this is a really important conversation because I was in my comfort zone. I was showing up. I was what you would call dialing it in. We learned that this weekend too. Um, but I didn't know because the thing is, is you guys, is when you go into your comfort zone, it's not like there's these alarm bells that are like, you are entering your comfort <laughs> zone, danger. But I was like, why am I not getting results? Why am I not growing? Do you know how hard I'm working right now? And it felt hard. It felt, you know, the, you know just like, why am I not growing? I'm doing all the things, but the energetically, there was a major difference and um, things really got shaken up big time once we got locked down and we had to get creative real quick. Well, and you have since moved back home to your hometown. Yes. You have a house, you have the kids, great husband. Yes. I mean, it's Krista, it's a good life. It's a great life. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people from Toronto coming this way now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I will say that, but it's like sliding into a nice warm bath. Yes. Feels really good. It's nice and yes. relaxing. You know, you're going to feel good when you get out of it, but like, you know, what's changing? How are you impacting the world? And it, you, I go back to what you said about when you were a young girl and you had mm-hmm. this like feeling bubbling inside of you of like, mm-hmm. I need to make an impact. I need to make a change. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, the world changes overnight. We are in a lockdown. Your kids are not in school anymore. The ways that you used to do business. I know you used to have like, you used to meet up with your team, like at a local restaurant on a weekly basis, right? Yep. Every Wednesday. 
Yeah. Those days are over. That restaurant's closed. Mm. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. I should, I guess I shouldn't be so shocked because yeah. of the amount, the way that we spend our dollars has transformed in the mm-hmm. past like 10 months. But I want to hear about why did Krista decide to really change the way that you were doing business yeah. at that moment in time? Well, the idea for Power Hour that we're now enjoying together so much every day is it came to me just, okay, so we now have a lot less time potentially because now most of the women we work with have children. How are we going to do this? How can we come together in a big way? How can we collaborate in a big way? And um, I said, okay, what can we do in 60 minutes if we really come together? And it was really about the whole idea of like um, Darren Hardy's compound effect, or at least that's who I learned it from, of what are those little things that if we do them day in, day out, that they'll amount to something, right? And you can apply that to fitness, to health, to drinking a glass of water, like what are those, those things that you do? So I had to kind of say, okay, well, I want to make sure that I'm moving my body. So let's make sure we're, we're putting some movement into power hour, right? Because I don't want to be, you know, quarantine 15 or whatever it's called. <laughs> I need to keep my mind right because now my kids are going to be home all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to be all locked in and we need to move the needle. We need to make sure there's, there's growth and, and progression. So in actuality, it's the biggest blessing, or I don't know if I could, if I could say the biggest, it's in top, top three, at least biggest blessings of, of 2020, because we learned how to work smarter, yeah. come together without any, no holds bar, just come together to support each other. And, uh, and now, I mean, I think I'm working more effectively than ever before. So I'm not, I'm not even trying to book a coffee date. I'm saying, do you want to have a coffee on zoom today? And it's yeah. like, yeah, sure. Got PJs on the bottom, maybe a clean shirt on top. <laughs> right? It's so, it's so much easier. It is definitely an easier way to create that connection and not, you're not geographically bound. Not that you ever were because you have, a, you actually manifested your dream and vision to build a team in Hollywood. I did. Right? Yeah. Like that's what I remember Krista saying, like, I want to have a team in Hollywood in California and you went out and you did it. And ironically, a lot of that team now lives on the other side of the U S now they're all Florida. So cool. But it's, it's really great that you had that vision to really, you know, bring together our community. And that's the thing is, you know, Krista, I'd really love to hear how network marketing for you is different. Hi. Hi. I know mommy's like one second. I'm going to pause for a second. Um, I was just saying that I know you've been working a lot this morning. I know you had a a longer call than expected before our podcast. You took some time in between. It's those moments in between where we have to address our kids because if we don't, we can't just be in our office. That's a big thing. Like we can't Mm -hmm. hang out in our office all morning anymore. It doesn't work that way. But I want to hear from you, Krista. You know, if you look at the way you were building your network marketing business back in January of 2020, and how in January, 2021, you're building this business, how has it changed? Well, I, I, if we can actually just circle back just for a second to, in terms of what you just said, in terms of our children, sure. like actually this past weekend, when we had these little micro breaks, yeah. I would like show up and I'm like, hi, <laughs> love you. 
like, like just be present, like as much as possible. But that's like the deal that I made with them the other day. Right. It's like, when mommy's working, I'm going to do my best to be present with the people I'm speaking with. And then when I'm with you, I'll be with you. I'll be with you a hundred percent, you know? Um, so in terms of navigating, so now I, now you and I have a big old vision, girl, like we're going to triple quadruple what we've done in the past. Right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to eight. I no. I'm I've set my goal to eight times my income in the next times 12 her months. Income. Okay. Yes. And you're still going to be an amazing mom and amazing wife. So how we're going to do this yeah. is we have to work differently. So just this morning, you guys, I, um, I, 7am, 7am, I had a, a, a call. Okay. I thought would never happen before, but I'm literally in my pajamas. Okay. And I'm meeting my team. They don't care what I look like. And I said, okay, we're going to actually get a head start before your kids get out the door. Let's make some moves. And we actually made more moves at 7am than they would have made an entire week. If we did not learn how to work in those small increments of time. Right. So be, so this thinking a little bit differently, thinking how you can reach more people in less time, thinking of how I can show up in the most impactful way, how I can launch people with more ease. We don't need to rent a space. We don't need to design a big, you know, hurrah. We can just gather people on Zoom and tell them about our vision, tell them about a project, uh, meet some needs that a specific group may have. So it, it's really, um, it, it's going to be a great year. Krista, you know, we've been chatting for quite some time and I, I really am enjoying this conversation about our profession and, and what it's done and how it impacts lives. But there's something that I wanted to ask you, you know, yeah. this summer, you and your husband took some time to be mm. with his family. Yeah. Are you open to sharing a little bit about how this was possible for you to be there for Mike and his family? Yeah. I was actually telling Mike last night, I said, I have, you know, grown through a lot of things, but that was definitely the, one of the hardest things I've actually done, like sacrifices I've made for, um, for my husband, really, you know? Um, so what happened is, so my husband, um, the family dynamic is not, has never been a close one. You know, we all have different dynamics. His was not one where we were necessarily close with them. Um, we won't get too much into that, but his, his family lives in Winnipeg, we're at Manitoba, we're in Ontario. And uh, we've never visited them with the boys. Um, they didn't know their cousins, nothing like that. So we, we knew that Mike's mom was not doing well, but we weren't also receiving communication about that. Okay. So there was kind of that lack of communication communication. So we didn't know if she was either mad at us or if she was really sick. We didn't really know. So that just kind of speaks to the relationship, right? So, well, we watched that doc, that doc, is it a documentary with Tom Hanks and he's playing, um, um, Mr. Roger, not Mr. Rogers. Mr. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, okay. it's, um, no, it's Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. Okay. Was, so you guys haven't watched that. Yeah. So I, I was like, we have to watch that. This is like, so we, we kind of know, we don't even really know what's going on. We, we just haven't spoke to her since, you know, months at this point. And we watched this movie. Now I've been dating Mike for a very, very, very long time. Like since I was 22 and right after I look at him and I say, we need to drive, we need to get in the car and drive to Winnipeg. And I've been asking for us just to reunite for a long time. He looks at me and he goes, you're right. 
we're going to. And I said, what? Like, what? Like, I was like, what do you like? We're going to do this. We're going to drive. Like, we don't even, we don't even drive to Toronto with the kids. Right. <laughs> and we're going to drive. And then the U S is closed. So it's like 26 hours, right. To get there. And <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, it was like this full body decision that he made, you know, despite, you know, everything that's, you know, happened as a child and everything. And we're, we're just going to go. So, you know, I was like, yep, we're going to go. And I'm really fully encouraging this kind of know that healing needs to happen. And when we finally packed our bags and stuff, I was like, okay, so like two weeks you know, there and back, right? Like not anymore. Right. And he was like, well, what, like, I don't know. And I was like, well, what do you mean? You don't know? Like, I, and now I'm freaking out because now I don't want to leave my life. I, I re, like, I realized how much I love my life, how much I love my garden, how much I love my family. And I'm really emotional. I'm like, we're going indefinitely. Like, Oh my God. You know? So we, we get in the car, we're driving. And I mean, that's a, just road trip with kids. It was pretty good. We had lots of good memories, but it's long and we get there and I'm as a grown woman. Okay grown-ass woman turning 38 this year, I'm put into um, a, a house that I don't know the family, right? And my husband's now 100% preoccupied with his mom. And I love my mother-in-law. I love my mother-in-law dearly. Um, but now all of a sudden, I have zero control of my time, zero freedom, and, and taking care of my children under someone else's roof. Her, her health declined really, really rapidly from the moment we got there. She said she was actually quite stable until we got there. And then things just really escalated. And uh, we ended up being there for two and a half months. And um, it was, it was incredibly, incredibly challenging and dark and dark. And it, it's, I don't know if that sounds ridiculous, but it was feeling so isolated. Mike would end up being at the hospital every day with his mom you know, and then eventually having to make the decision that we had to go back before the lockdown came between the provinces or else we wouldn't be allowed back into Ontario and leaving, even though she really wasn't well or stable and knowing that we had to, that was going to be it. Right. So we go, then we made the long trek home, but it means so, so hard on the marriage. So but we did it, you know, it was, uh, something, one of those things that we had to grow through. Um, my business really, our community is really what kept me, um, grounded and just being able to plug into our community. I'm like, okay, you guys, like it made me feel like myself. Yeah. So thanks for asking. I've never, I never really spoke about that, but it was, whoa, <laughs> I wanted to run away. I was calling my mom. I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> You know, you do this event called Wi-Fi in a Dream mm -hmm. and we just like Wi-Fi in a Dream, work from wherever. And it's like a happy-go-lucky. It is actually a fantastic yeah. presentation. It's all about upbeat. But in this moment where you allowed your husband to have this incredible closure with his mom that he wouldn't have had otherwise, yeah. like it really was the Wi-Fi and the dream that allowed you to like, exactly. you're the, you're the income earner for your family. hundred percent. So it's not like you know, there was yeah. like money coming in from elsewhere. Like if like, and our business does have a beautiful residual stream, mm -hmm. which gives us those flexibility in those mm -hmm. moments when we need to show up and be present in these mm -hmm. very uncomfortable times and mm -hmm. be there mm -hmm. and you did it. And it was obviously it's going to impact the future of your marriage and your relationship mm -hmm. with your husband in a 
powerful way. So I think it was important for us to hear that story today, Krista, because here's the thing is when we look at you and your smile and your blowout and you look all put together, (laughs) I wanted people to connect with the part of Krista that went through a big big difficult time. I remember you would like your hair. I was like, oh my gosh, Krista, like that's not what your hair looks like. <laughs> the li- but the little things. And I know you said yeah. for you, self-care is that weekly blowout. Like that's a non-negotiable yeah. for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about you, Krista, is that you still showed up and you knew you weren't your regular self. You knew you didn't have the, like all the things that you needed for the self-care and the mm-hmm. showing up as my best self, but you showed up anyway. And you actually let the community pour into you after you had poured into the community for so, so long. So yeah, grateful for that, Krista. Oh, and thank you. really excited for where we are. So Krista, my goodness, um, I want to wrap it up with something that is really important to this podcast, which is yeah. wake up with gratitude. I want to hear just one or two things that you have in your daily habits or your weekly habits that really brings in gratitude for your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it was a couple of years ago, a couple, uh, I make a vision book every year, like a vision board, but it's a book. And, uh, and I wrote in there um, saying grace with dinner. And uh, we're not uh, necessarily, you know, we're not a religious family. We bring in different aspects of spirituality, but I, I was like, okay, how, what will, what will that look like? What will saying grace look like for us? And um, what it looks like is just simply going around the table and saying, what are you grateful for today? What's one thing from your day that you're grateful for? And there's no wrong answer. Sometimes it's the video game. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever. But um, that's how we say grace. And that just helps to kind of bring in that energy to the family. Mm-hmm. And then also um, in the evenings, I, I still, I'm sure there's a, there are parenting blogs about this. So I'm not supposed to do this, but I still lay down with my boys every night until they sleep. So I, every night and they still sleep in the same bed. Curtis's bed's been made for, I don't even know how long. And he's 10 years old. <laughs> oh, so the six and 10, sleep in the same bed. So I lay there and, and we will, we'll say, not necessarily, sometimes we'll say a prayer, but mostly it's like, what are you grateful for? What are you looking forward to? You know, and we bring in that in different aspects of the day. And then also with, with Curtis, um, you know, children have such different personalities. I mean, moms with multiple children, I know you guys know what I'm talking about, um, but he's the one that, that has the more intense fiery personality and needs more tools to unwind and to, um, and to cope and to get grounded. So, so typically I'm bringing in those tools that I know, all the different modalities from breathing to gratitude, to EFT, to ta- like, um, you know, saying affirmations, yoga, um, you know, all, everything that he and I work through together. And, um, and that's how I'm able to, to model it myself, teach it to him and create that dynamic. Krista, I want to assure you that lying down with your kids while they fall asleep. Um, here's the thing is it will end. And I like last night, so interestingly, my daughter had a nightmare and came into the bed. She hasn't done that in ages. We used like, she used to sleep with me every night. Like she could not sleep on her own. We went through so much trauma. Mm. She couldn't be on her own bed. Like it was just really difficult. And I remember in that time going like, Oh my God, I don't want my kid in my bed. Like, this is not what I wanted. That's not why I have a king size bed. Mm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. But it eventually it, it goes yeah. and eventually they grow up and they're not going to, there's not even going to be room for you. And I mean, I know you're petite, but eventually, you know, there won't be room and they're going to be yeah. teenagers and they're going to want their own thing. And you know, the moment, I mean, she came and woke me up in the middle of the night, she had a really bad nightmare. And I was like, come on, it's okay. Come on in. And I was like grateful that she came in yeah. for that moment because it, I knew it would interrupt my sleep, but it didn't matter because I didn't, I don't have that anymore. And so I just want to assure you that, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not a parenting blog agrees with you, just enjoy it so much because it's going to fade so fast and you'll be, you'll have that memory of that, that time. Yeah. Absolutely. And even as busy as the days go, we still have our, our nighttime, our nighttime yes. snuggles. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. The, the trick though is staying awake so that I can go downstairs with my husband <laughs> afterwards. See, the good news is my husband's doing his video game streaming at that time. So <laughs> he, he, he actually takes a break during his stream, comes up, gives us a kiss and goes back to his stream. It's like a deal we made if he was going to do this video game streaming because the goodnight kiss was like, I didn't want my daughter to miss that. Anyways, I love the things that we do as parents. And we're like, is this okay? I don't know. And I'm just here to tell everyone who's listening, who's a parent. It's like, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Honestly, you're an amazing mom. Everyone who's listening, you're an amazing mom. Yeah, you're you're doing great. Krista. Oh my goodness. So we know you have this incredible ambitious mama podcast, but where I know you're on all the socials, how yeah. do we find you on, if we want to connect with, when I should say, when we want to connect with you. <laughs> just uh, at Krista Rialba. So C H R I S T A R E A L B A Rialba. Easy to find all the links will be in the podcast and video, depending on how you're consuming this content and enjoying it. Krista, here's the thing. We could have talked about 15 more topics today. Easy. So I feel like we'll have to set up another time in a few months to revisit, revisit where we are in business, Mm -hmm. reconnect on social media and all these things that you're really an expert in. And I would love to bring to our community. So thank you again for this time, Krista. Thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely do another uh, episode when you eight times your income, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the podcast. I have a little surprise for you. Did you hear me at the beginning of the podcast when I mentioned there's going to be a giveaway? Well, guess what? You can enter right now. It's really simple. All you have to do is visit wakeupwithgratitudepodcast.com and click on enter the giveaway to enter right now before the 100th episode even drops. I'll be giving away a number of items from my Wake Up With Gratitude shop, including my book, some cards, and a beautiful journal, as well as some special one-on-one time for us together to talk about whatever it is that you choose to. Maybe you're looking to start a podcast, you've got some business advice you're looking for, or maybe you just want to chat. Whatever it is, that time will be for us. So go to wakeupwithgratitudepodcast.com to enter today.